This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Motivation. Thanks for being here. I'm Mike Slater. We're talking this week about suffering. What is the Christian answer to suffering? Every religion and every worldview tries to answer this this question, and, and we're spending this week to talk about the Christian response. Five points. Number one, God uses suffering to reveal our spiritual condition. That was on Monday. Yesterday, we talked about how God uses suffering to humble us. And today, God uses suffering to draw us to himself. John 4.43, Jesus is in Galilee and an official comes up to him and begs him to heal his son who is close to death. And Jesus said, your son will live. And sure enough, his son was healed. And the Bible says, so he, the official, and his whole household believed. There was suffering and it led to him and the whole household believing. Would the Roman official have believed if it weren't for the suffering. J.C. Ryle, I'm reading a book of now, so you're going to hear a lot of J.C. Ryle. He was a pastor in the mid-1800s. He said, affliction is one of God's medicines. Wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. A medicine is supposed to get rid of an affliction. Hmm. Affliction is the medicine. Affliction is one of God's medicines. By it, he often teaches lessons which would be learned in no other way. By it, affliction, suffering, he often draws souls away from sin in the world, which would otherwise have perished everlastingly. Health is a great blessing, but sanctified disease is a greater. Mm. Prosperity and worldly comfort are what we all naturally desire, but losses and crosses are far better for us if they lead us to Christ. Thousands at the last day will testify with David and the noblemen before us, It is good for me that I have been afflicted. Wait, how can that? What do you mean? It's good for me that I've been afflicted? Sure enough, Psalm 119.71, it's there. I love it when I come across a line and I'm like, that's not really in the Bible. And I look it up and there it is. It is good for me that I have been afflicted. (laughs) So let's put these three together so far that we've gone over on this Wednesday. So you're going through life. Things are fine. I'm great. I'm I'm, I'm better than that person, right? And uh, then something terrible happens. The Hindus will say it's karma. The Buddhist will say, well, you're suffering because you desire. So just stop desiring and you'll be fine. We talked all about those last week, different world religions and worldviews and how they respond to suffering. The Christian so far, there's three steps, realizes that uh, suffering reveals my spiritual condition. Then the suffering humbles me. Jeez, I'm not as powerful like I thought I was. 
I guess I'm not in charge, not in control of everything. And because of that realization, I draw closer to God. Reveals the spirit, my spiritual condition, humbles me, draws me closer to God. When Paul was suffering with a thorn in his flesh, he said, concerning this, I entreated, we'll get to that word in a second, I entreated the Lord three times that it might depart from me. So the first point, uh, where did Paul go? Where did Paul go? He uh, did not go to his friends. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying you shouldn't go to your friends, but where did Paul go? He didn't go to his friends. Didn't go to a self-help book. Didn't go to therapy. He didn't read something on the internet. He didn't look to human wisdom. He went to God right away. Entreated is a great word. It means to ask, but there's like a an urgency or an anxiousness applied, like right? Uh, so it's not just to ask someone. You entreat them, but it usually applies to someone who's sick. So Paul knew the sickness of his spiritual condition. So he begged, he cried out to God three times. And we'll talk about what God did in response tomorrow. But when things are going poorly or difficultly, I should say, you will pray more than ever and you'll get closer to God because of it. It's the parable of the sower. I know it's like a trite, easy parable, right? Uh, but it's not that easy. The more you get into it, there's four seeds thrown on the ground. Uh, one doesn't grow because uh, the one along the path are those who have heard the word, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. So there's like suffering and then gone. And then there's uh, seeds on the rocks. They, they hear the word, receive it with joy, but they have no root. So they believe for a while, but in time of testing, fall away. That's the second group of seeds. The third group of seeds, uh, they fall among the thorns. They hear, but as they go on their way, they're choked. What are they choked by? They're choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. Their fruit does not mature. Pleasures of life, that's the comfort we were talking about earlier. It's the comfort as opposed to suffering. That's not good. None of those are good. We want to be the fourth seed, the one that falls into good soil. What's good soil? That's the person who's preparing spiritually always. The one who hears the word, holds on to it fast, and has an honest and good heart and bears fruit with patience. God uses suffering to draw us closer to him. Tomorrow, how does God respond to that? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.